In this devotional, I want to share with you three thoughts from Isaiah 29, verses 13 through 16, where I'll ask the question, why did God crush Jerusalem? Isaiah 29, verses 13 through 16 says, And the Lord said, Because this people draw near with their mouth, and honor me with their lips, while their hearts are far from me, and their fear of me is a commandment taught by men. Therefore, behold, I will again do wonderful things with this people, with wonder upon wonder, and the wisdom of their wise men shall perish, and the discernment of their discerning men shall be hidden. Ah, you who hide deep from the Lord your counsel, whose deeds are in the dark, and who say, who sees us, who knows? You turn things upside down. Shall the potter be regarded as the clay, that the thing made should say of its maker, he did not make me, or the thing formed say of him who formed him, he has no understanding. The prophet Isaiah speaks of many things that will happen in the future of Israel, and one of those things is the inevitable destruction of Jerusalem. And many of the people there in Isaiah's day didn't believe that the destruction of Jerusalem could happen. They didn't believe that the Lord would ever allow this great city and his glorious temple to fall to the hands of godless men. But we know that this is precisely what has happened because the Lord did not appreciate the way that Israel was lacking faith and worshiping false gods. So here in Isaiah 29, verses 13 through 16, we find the answer to why God crushed Jerusalem. Thought number one, the motions. The people of Israel were going through the motions. What does it mean to go through the motions? It means, yeah, I'm just going to do all the things that I know I'm supposed to do. I'm just going to go in and knock out the task. I'll do it kind of half-heartedly. My mind will be on other things while I'm doing it, but I'm still going to get it done. It'll all be okay. This is what Isaiah says that the people of Israel are doing. The Lord tells Isaiah that these people honor me with their lips, they honor me with their mouth, but their heart just isn't in it. That they really don't believe the things that they're saying. That they are just going through the motions of worship, and he can tell, he knows that they don't really honor God. And it's when the people of Israel just sort of go through the motions and just sort of play the part of the faithful people that the Lord is enraged at their lack of faith. Thought number two, demonstrate power. The Lord is going to demonstrate his power. He's going to demonstrate with mighty wonders just who he is. And when you read that at first, you might say, oh, the Lord is going to do wonders. Isn't that a nice thing? Well, no, that's not really the kind of thing that's going on here, because when he's talking about wonders here, the wonders he's talking about is the wonder of the destruction of Jerusalem, the wonder of the fury of the Babylonians who are going to come in and destroy the city and destroy the temple. Those are the wonders that they are going to witness. So you have to think wonders like the plagues of Egypt as experienced by the Egyptians. These are the kinds of wonders that they're going to see. They're going to see their wise men turned into fools. They're going to see their discerning lose all of their discernment. And this is the great demonstration of God's power to the people of Israel. You don't want to serve me? You want to serve me half-heartedly? Well, guess what? 
I'm not going to have it. I'm going to destroy your center of worship because you have failed to honor me in the ways that I have commanded. Thought number three, ultimate control. At the end of the day, the people of Israel were failing to understand that the Lord has ultimate control over all things in creation. He has ultimate control over all things within creation. This is vital for us to get. We need to understand this. And the Lord uses this illustration of the clay and the pot to demonstrate the Lord's ultimate control. You see, the Lord is the one who has created all things. And because he has created all things, he has control over all things. He has made them to play their particular role in order to bring about his ultimate purposes of his glorification. So this is what's going on in the world. This is the biblical perspective of God's action within the world. And the potter gets to tell the clay what it's going to be. The clay does not get to say anything to the potter about what it's going to be made into. That just isn't the right relationship. What we need to see and what the people of Israel failed to see is that the Lord is in ultimate control over all things. And if he says something like, Jerusalem is going to be crushed and it's going to be absolutely devastating and it's just, then that is what will come to pass. And because we've been reading through the Bible together, we know that this is what happens. Ultimately, the enemies of the people of Israel come in, the Babylonians come in, and they destroy the city, and they take the people off into exile, where they will remain for 70 years. And it isn't until God decrees for them to come back that they make their way back and are able to rebuild the crushed Jerusalem and build the temple back up and once again worship God as they should have been all along. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Isaiah chapters 29 through 33. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.